Hello and welcome to episode six of the Probably Questionable podcast. I am your host, Dan Alderondo. Went with the last name because all my stuff's on the internet, so I have nothing to hide, or I can't hide. Um, Not from the internet detectives, you can't. Can't hide from them. It is March 5th, 2012. We're recording in a chilly basement, but we're going to tough it out. Studio. 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 Chilly studio. Our chilly studio because we love you all, and uh, we're going to power through this. So before I do the rundown, let's go around the table. We have Kyle. Gloria Sanders, come on down. You're the next contestant (laughs) on The Price is Right. (sighs) Matt? (laughs) I I don't know what that was. (laughs) Joe? Uh, I just want to say, I recently updated my iPhone for the first time in two years, and now it's slow as shit, and it's so annoying. That's it. (laughs) And I would be saying hi to Lori, but she will not be joining us this evening, so... I'm pretty sure a lot of you just hit stop and are listening to us anymore. So for the few of you that are going to stick with us for the rest of this episode, I thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, I, we appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so for the show today, we're going to talk about the drinking game that we have for you listeners. We're going to have our email segment, our daddy soda of the day, which will be Modelo Especial. It's not a, it's not a, uh, indie beer like we've been picking the first five episodes, I decided to go with something that we all could buy. Uh, we're going to talk sports where the New Orleans Saints have just come out, uh, excuse me, the NFL came out with a report that says the New Orleans Saints defensive coordinator had put bounties on the opposing team. I got a lot to say. So Joe's our Saints fan, so he'll talk about it. I'll ask a couple questions to get everybody else involved with it, kind of their thoughts on it. Then we're going to introduce a new segment, which... I'm really bad at naming segments, so we're just going to call it Mount Rushmore for now. It's better than the next one coming up. It's still a better name. <laughs> so the idea of the Mount Rushmore segment, I'll I'll get into that a little bit later. Then we have Shooting People, still no, no name. <laughs> which, no, we're calling it Hypothetical Homicide. Hypothetical. That's, that's better. H- that's H-square. definitely better. Hypothetical Homicide, all right. I now, like that. I, I do. I you do. heard it here first because I don't think I heard Matt say that before ever. <laughs> uh, then we're going to get it. <laughs> Then we'll get into our news, and then we're going to wrap it up. Wrap it up. So our intro, probablyquestionable at gmail.com. That's where you could email us, hypothetically. If you want to love emails. Sorry. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, at PQ Podcast. And if you want to join our Facebook group, just search Probably Questionable Podcast. It's open invita- It's uh, open group, so you just click join and participate with the listeners when we discuss new segments. So... I guess we're gonna go. We're gonna actually talk about the drinking game, and that actually may have been a drink for you guys. After listening to the first five episodes, I've noticed that we all kind of have our own vocal tics. So whenever we say any of our vocal tics, you as the listener will take a drink. So maybe you have some Modelo, which will be on the website, and you'll be able to have our beer, and you'll be able to drink along with us. It's like it's like interacting. It's cute. Social media. <laughs> it makes everyone feel involved. The next step. It's like you're here with us. Yeah. Exactly. Except if you were, it'd be a lot more crowded, but maybe a little bit warmer. It would definitely be warmer. It would definitely be warmer in our studio. So, <laughs> for Joe, you would take a drink for Joe if he refers to anything that has to do with editing the show. So whenever he says, oh, that spiked the audio, or, you know, I'm going to take that out of the episode, you have to take a drink. And also, whenever he says that, he doesn't take it out of the episode. <laughs> Obviously, because you hear it. <laughs> which, is, which is funny <laughs> as hell. I was wondering about that when I listened to episode five myself, and I'm glad that it became part of the drinking game, because if not, I was going to be like, Joe, you should stop saying that. It's all part of my plan. For Matt, he likes to make sounds, noise, music. Sometimes he just, whenever he gets caught up saying a word, he goes, beep boop, and he sounds like like a broken R2 unit. (laughs) So if he ever does that. I could be a broken R2 unit, you don't know. When he says that, take a drink. For Kyle, he's a very good speaker, so we weren't able to come up with anything special for him, except at times he kind of trails off, where he speaks a little bit low. It happens. So if you have to turn your volume up to hear what Kyle said, take a drink. <laughs> and then for me, instead of saying the word um and uh, I like to hold out and or except anything. Anytime I hold out a word, take a drink. And hopefully none of you die from alcohol poisoning. If you do, we'll learn. 
and we'll probably get famous at least. Which... Yeah. For the drinking game, uh, sips of beer, not shots. Oh yeah. <laughs> just wanted Disagree. to clarify, just in case Disagree. anyone's going to try it with shots. Start with shots. Maybe start the episode with yeah. one shot. Just you know, keep it classy. I mean, yeah. Well, you want to start off with something heavy. Yeah. Just just one Do shot if you want, and then you know, yeah, you beer want... the rest of the way. That first one's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. The first one's always the best. So from previous shows, we had rolled a d20 die, and then which turned to a d12, a d8, and that's how we were answering questions. So now this segment is the email segment where we take our listeners' emails and we talk about them. Hold on, let me pull them up. All right, we're done pulling them up because there are no emails. So that segment for a, is... For a second there, when you said email segment, I was actually going to have the shock face like, oh, what? Yep. So there were no emails. We do have a real email address that we say at the beginning, during the episode, and at the end. So feel free to email. We will literally... Talk about anything. So whatever you want to email us about, if you're having a really rough day and you want someone to talk to, we're good listeners. We'll, we'll also complain about it with you if you like. We're the best day. You yeah. can have us role play your event if you want. I mean, you can say, hey, I just got my first period and I feel horrible. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about our first periods. We have like yeah, that'll a, be Matt's specialty. That was that just happened for Kyle yesterday. <laughs> We have really yeah. young, we have really young <laughs> listeners that they're emailing us about their first period. No, I'm gonna start watching my language. Or late boomers. Don't ask your parents what those words mean. <laughs> All right, so please email us. We'll talk about anything. Or if you're on the Facebook group, I suppose you can post something on there. But then everybody's gonna see it, and it's not gonna be special, and you're not gonna shock anyone. So exactly, you want to be special. Yep. So email us probably. We question want you to be special. For <laughs> each our own special individual flowers. Yeah. Probably question at gmail dot com. Send us any emails. We'll take them. And that's, that's the kind of thinking that's got this world in the toilet, man. We are not our own special individual flowers. You know what? You're exactly right. I'm sorry. Daddy soda of the day. <laughs> um, nice transition. So t- today's daddy soda is Modelo Especial. Mm. Or Modeo. So I think it's Modelo. It's 19... I think it might be Modeo. I'm pretty sure it's not because that would be too healthy. Someone Spanish email us and tell us how to pronounce it correctly. I believe it's Modelo. And I am Spanish. Do I speak Spanish? No. So that's why I'm going to go about 75% (laughs) on your answer. Hey, Modelo Especial. It says 1925 on the bottle, so I guess that's when it was made. <laughs> not, not each bottle. Not not this specific this bottle. This beer I'm drinking yeah. right now was made eighty no ninety years ago. <laughs> Almost eighty seven. So you, Matt. you can you can get this beer anywhere. It's a very popular. I think it's, it's actually the most popular beer in Mexico. And not Corona. No, nope, not Corona. Damn. Yeah, I know. And I checked it out on Wikipedia, so you know it's entirely accurate. <laughs> That's legit. You can't fake that. It's a light beer. It's a pale lager. It was, uh, excuse me, actually it was introduced in 1966. I actually did write that down. So they're already lying to you on the bottle. Well, maybe that's from when the company was, you know, founded. That that could have been like this type of beer. You have to think that beer wasn't really well traveled until very recently, until like the 70s. And uh, the alcohol by volume, 4.4%. So it's a lightweight. I think it's our lightest weight yet. Yeah. It's coming as a lightweight, but I mean, I, I, I enjoy this beer. I, haven't I, I I haven't had a lot of these. This is a beer that I just started drinking more recently. Uh, I feel like I'm going to enjoy it a little more during the warmer seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. pop a lime in here. It's pretty good. No, you don't pop a lime in this. That's you can. Pop a lime in it, yeah. You can. You, you I've can. never yeah, tried it, but I, I feel like you could. Yeah, you could. No one's gonna stop you. I mean, the beer pop a lime in Guinness, you. but mm. would you? No. This this is way different. So our uh, our resident expert uh, with a diverse palate, Matthew, mm. gives a little uh, chit chat on this. Okay, well you know what? I've been tasting it. It it's a light lager, that's for sure. And um, I get some hop notes. Mm. Love hop notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? It's not chocolatey. It's not chocolatey at all. And there's no roasted notes either, so don't worry about that. It's just light. It's got a nice amber color. No, not amber. More of a gold. Yeah, it's more of a golden color. And actually, the bottle, which I'm actually going to post on the uh, the Facebook group page, it's it's a little it's a little stout. Yes, it is a stout. It looks like a Malta bottle. Yes, which is interesting because it's kind of in between Malta and beer in terms of its um, alcohol content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's not a uh, it's not those nice skinny bottles that you're used to seeing. Uh, it's mm. uh 
a little more compact. It's, yeah. It's, it's more, more like a bottle of Abita if you drink mm, that. Yeah. It's thick. It's a really good brewery. I like the lines rampant on the sides. Yeah, there are there are rampant lines. There are, there are lines rampant on both sides. Kyle, what do you think? Uh, okay. It smells kind of, uh, I don't know. It, Does it smell nutty? No. It, it, it's like the, the blandest so far. Yes. Smell-wise. Yes, it is. Everything I'll else. agree with that. It's just like a beer, you know, that's all. It's definitely middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going for. I was just getting, I was just, I was just getting a beer. I didn't have access to a wild bunch. Yeah, not at all. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go with something that I like. It was either between this or Land Shark, which I mean, I, I I'm love. Sure, Land Shark will be chosen at some point. Yes. We have a lot of episodes ahead of us. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, anything? At least, at least one. I would say at least one. Yeah. I'd say that's a good use of at least. Stay tuned for Land Shark. Joe, what do you think about the beer? I think it's pretty good. It's. You beer pong it. It's ah, uh, you could, but I wouldn't, just because. Yeah, I would. I feel like if it was around, but I like it. It's like a higher class Corona. I feel like I think. the question, could you beer pong it, is something that comes up in every episode, and I feel like that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a rich, it's a rich man's Corona. It, it is. You heard it here or, first. Or for Corona, our Coronas are a poor man's Modelo. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, it's both ways. I like that. <laughs> So, we are going to move on now to sports. And so, the big sports topic of the week. And I have a sports joke. Okay, tell your sports joke. Okay, it's very fast. Ready? Here we go. Did you guys hear that Apple made a LeBron version of the iPhone? No. Yeah, it only vibrates. It doesn't ring. Oh, I get oh, it. Because it doesn't have a championship. Uh, I get it. Three, two, one. There you go. I actually, on, um, <laughs> on Deadspin... Someone had to take in a screenshot of it was it was right before the uh, Miami Heat Laker game last night, and when they were walking in, Wade and LeBron were walking in, and Wade was wearing like this extremely tight shirt. Like, that looked ridiculous. Like every like it looked like it was painted on him. Like it was like it a did. size. It was a size. I was like, is that his skin? <laughs> and so, but LeBron was holding this little. It looked like a purse. And so the best part about that's been, I mean, really any website. You, I love to scroll through the comment section. And so everybody likes to, you know, pick the one comment, and all everybody goes, oh, plus one, plus one. And somebody was like, uh, you don't need a purse that big when you only need three quarters. <laughs> Which I was like, that's rude, because that guy just, <laughs> like, just in the last game, he went in the fourth quarter, he scored like 17 points or whatever. So That's regular season. Yeah, LeBron yeah. is going to, he's never going to hear the end of it. And nope, my, no, my brother Cruz is wrong. Yeah. Unless LeBron starts winning championship after championship, he's never going to hear the end of it. Well, yeah, his problem was that that one time when he was like, we're going to win four. No, we're going to win five. Like, you know, he was just... We're talking a minimum eight, Pete. Yeah, we're talking about, <laughs> yeah, so... It's funny, my brother, I, my brother said, he's like, I actually kind of, like, I still hate LeBron, but I'm starting to feel a little bad for him. Because, like, it's it's almost nobody really likes him, and it's almost irrational across he the did, board for not liking him. He did. No, he absolutely did. Yeah, I don't, I don't dislike him. I just like the fact that People allowed him to get super hyped. Yeah. Like, everyone fell in love with him for no reason. Not for no, not for no reason, because he is, he's a really good player, but like. Yeah, well, he's one. He got out of hand. Yeah, he's one of the best players to, like, ever. Remember when we were going to talk about football? Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting (laughs) Okay. I was actually going to cut that off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, alright, so Joe's getting a little antsy and his fancy. Football. That sounds accurate. New Orleans Saints. (laughs) Joe's favorite football team. They're the best. Big, big story came out on Friday that the New Orleans Saints former defense coordinator, who's now the defense coordinator of the St. Louis Rams, Greg Williams, I think it's yeah, Greg Williams. Greg Williams with two G's. With two G's. Or three three G's, G's technically. Three G's? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were the only guy with three G's. No. <laughs> so when um wow it came out that he would put bounties on other players on the opposing team and give the defense players incentive to go into the game to hit them and injure them to knock them out of the game. If they knocked out a player, they would get, like, 10 Gs. Which, wow. Which somebody pointed out, though, that they, if they would do an illegal hit to knock them out of the game, they would get The fine would be more like than... 25,000, yeah. so they're actually not getting anything out of it. Yeah. But that was something that he promoted onto the thing, so, uh, promoted onto the team. So before I ask another question about it, I want to get Joe's take, because... He's probably heartbroken. Oh, so heartbroken. All right, the thing is, this whole bounty system, it's dumb, A and B. The other 31 NFL teams also do something like this. I'm sure of it. The only problem is Greg Williams was the only one dumb enough to leave. He left, like, a paper trail somehow of this. Like, how do you send out documents about, we're going to take out this guy and this guy? And, like, yeah, that's just stupid. I mean, I'm against it completely, but 
everyone else is doing it too. I'm not justifying it that way, but it's not like the Saints were doing anything special. It's not like they're a particularly evil flan- fr- uh, franchise or Greg Williams is that bad. I mean, he was a pretty decent coordinator. I yeah. can't believe Drew Brees would do that. He would never. That's why he <laughs> plays offense. Shame on you. Don't you rope Drew him Brees in? Drew Brees was collecting all over the place. Yeah. He's just throwing balls at people's heads. Yeah. See why he was killing those defenses? Yep. I bet they wanted to all take him out. I bet he was on the top of their bounty list. And guess what? Nobody got him. Nobody got him. Yeah. The, uh, I think I think the existence of a bounty list is, is pretty, uh, pretty crappy. You know, I it's a pro sport. You should be able to handle it with a little bit of class. But at the same point, I believe Joe's probably right. Probably the Saints are not the only one doing it. They're the ones who got caught. Yeah, they're the ones who got caught, which is usually, the, you know, it's usually the case of the ones who get caught are the ones who get hammered the most. You know, just look at a fight in an NBA game or a, or a fight in a football game, you know. The one who gets seen throwing the punch is the one who gets flagged or the exactly. one who gets, you know, thrown out of the game or whatever it is. It's unfortunate, but, you know, everyone... What are you going to do? Life Matt, goes on. Matt, both ways. Um, you have any thoughts on it? I, I just have a thought that I think that the bounty list is, uh, was displayed when that guy, um, Sue, uh, Dominican Sue, Dominican yeah, Sue. On, uh, stepped, like, stomped <laughs> on that guy's arm when he was getting up in that game and they got suspended for two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, like that's an offensive lineman and he probably wasn't on their bounty list, like, yeah, that guy hurt pro- this guy. Yeah, that guy would probably wouldn't make a bounty list. But I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like that is a perfect picture of what we're talking about. That's an example of dirty play, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's an example of dirty playing, but... I'll agree with that 100%. That has to go away. Yeah. And, should. and here's the thing, like, some people were thinking, like, just looking on the outside, and I, I was actually hoping, like, uh, I could ask Lori this, because she probably doesn't care, and so maybe something that a person on the outside, somebody who probably doesn't watch football, would think, you know, hey, this is a violent sport or whatever, like, aren't they paid to, like, hurt people or whatever, and that's not the case, they're, they're paid, paid to, to play the game, they're paid to play the game, to play, like, within the restrictions of the game, and, you know, you want to inflict pain on the person, but when you're going in with the crown of the helmet to hit the head, or when you're going in after, like, somebody's kneecaps, you're not only, you know, trying to take them out of the game, but you have a chance of affecting their life The rest of their life, exactly. And their career, and then, you know, what are they going to do for a living? You can end up crippling a guy, and then guess what? Live with that guilt. Yeah. But it's stupid, but I understand, like, why they do it, because they want to try and motivate their guys. At the same time, that's, like, the way wrong kind of motivation. Yeah. And the funny thing is, they probably argue. I mean, they have a lot of those guys have plenty of reasons, millions of reasons to be motivated. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, hell, I mean, look at them. They are, they're doing. Most of them are doing what they love, like since they were like a kid, and they're lucky enough to do that. So you would think they'd be motivated that way. But it was also uh, another podcast that I was listening to where they said it's not even maybe the star middle linebacker or you know the star defensive end who is really interested in getting the big money. It's the, the veterans backup, for the league minimum. It's like the backup players who are like trying to make a name for themselves and are making like the league minimum that, you know, Hey, like an extra 10 G's would be pretty good to have. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, you know, it kind of stinks for the offensive players. I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm naive to say this, but I don't, I hope that I don't think that every team, all other 31 teams in the NFL are doing this. I'm sure everyone else I, is in some, to some degree, some, some players in every locker like, room is like, look, we should take out the, whether or not the coaches are involved. I guarantee you, in every locker room, whether someone's not, talking about this. Whether or not money's involved or not, yeah, is, is irrelevant. They're definitely, I'm sure, every team they're talking. Oh, wouldn't it be great if we could knock this guy out of the game? Yeah, the money's yeah. not really even a factor. Yeah, but I'm talking still, about the, I'm just, talking about the actual bounty system yeah. itself. Yeah, that's yeah, putting I, money on it. That's that's probably not. All right, maybe not everybody, but every team. Quite a few teams are probably doing it, or were, because I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to stop now, mm, or, or at least. Stop. Yeah, well, I, I to don't some think, degree. I don't think stop. Even if it, if it's going on in the team, it's not going to stop just because another team got caught. You know, well, then they'll take much more precaution. Yeah, their talks about it. Like I don't know what that guy did to get caught. Like I have but, no idea, but apparently he left like papers. Like, probably had like a Microsoft Excel this? sheet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that he left open on his laptop when he like left for like forty five minutes. Jordan was like looked over and was like, hmm, "What the hell is this? Whoa!" You know, take out Peyton Manning, you know, 15 Gs, so... But Greg Williams is gone. We have Steve Spagnuolo now, so we'll be all right. Yeah. Well, if everybody's doing it, then you don't have anything. Then you do have something to worry about, because then Steve Spagnuolo's bringing in the same bounty. Yeah. 
Poor he Drew. was he was a head coach. He wasn't a D coordinator. Poor Drew Brees. Okay. Anyway, so we're gonna go to the new segment, which is our Mount Rushmore segment. We actually had spoken about this a few weeks ago. I think I mentioned it like kind of offhand about like that person would be on like the Mount Rushmore of like, PlayStation or something. Yeah. So the idea of it is you pick four characters, people, people, anything that were like the most influential in a certain aspect of whatever the Mount Rushmore would be. So we're going to go around the table. I'm going to ask everybody. I told them ahead of time what their Mount Rushmore to be so they can actually give us a little explanation on it. I'm going to go to Kyle. Oh, me first. Pressure's on. I think gimme gimme. The Mount <laughs> I want the Mount Rushmore of Star Wars characters, but they aren't Jedi's. Yeah, so my list can't include any four seasoning people, so anyone listening don't get upset about that. Okay, so first on my list, first one that came to mind was Han Solo. Obviously classic. Obviously he's gotta be on the list. I, you know. When anyone goes to a, you know, a Comic Con like or they, you know, want to go to a Comic Con. They want to see a Star Wars character. Who do they want to see? Princess Leia. Well, back when she was hot. <laughs> In the but, slave outfit. Yeah, but no, but they want to. They want to see. You know, they want to see Han Solo there. I'm not going to refer to him as his real name because that doesn't matter. We got too many screaming fans. <laughs> he would actually, and and uh, Han Solo, and probably another character on your list. That, that Han Solo would make the the Mount Rushmore of Star Wars characters. Like, yeah, yeah even, regardless. Even without, the, even without the four season, take, take that off the list. Still yeah, gonna, yeah. He's so iconic. I also want to say that on my list, I had to, uh, um, I, I was going to put Leia on the list just because in the, I didn't want to, I was going to go with all, hmm, Wait, that? you don't have Leia on the list? No, no because I, technically she's a fourth season character. Yeah, like, Ooh. that's what I was going to say. I don't say. know enough about Star Wars to See, do that. I went with all movie characters because I feel like they definitely have the most influence yes. over Star Wars, hands down, no questions asked. But then I was on that list, I was going to put Leia because in the movies she didn't have any fourth season powers, but for anyone who follows the later editions of Star Wars would know that she does develop force abilities, so I took her off my list. Okay. So I just wanted to put that one in there. Okay, next on my list, after Han, Chewie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yep. Han, so Han and Chewie both make the list, because, I mean, come on, who's who's more awesome than Chewie? No what? one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this now. Uh, I'm going to say this now. What other character that doesn't ever speak intelligible words is that influential? Um, I would correct, yeah, I would the, need to think about it, but yeah, the, the correct answer is R two D two, who is also on my list. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That spike right. so loud, yeah. drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so R two D two definitely makes the list. He's going to look like a little stone white house. Yeah, I mean a stone lighthouse on your on your little Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. So R two D two is on the list, and I thought about it because he's in all six movies. Mm-hmm. What other characters in all six movies? R2-D2. R2-D2, I can only think of... The C-3PO in all C-3PO six? C-3PO is in all six. C-3PO is, I guess, technically in all six. Yeah. Darth Vader is technically in all six. If you can't, Anakin Skywalker when he's a kid is Darth Vader. Spoilers. And I guess technically... Uh, no, no, he's not. I was going to say Palpatine, but he's not in no, episode four. In he's not in four, so scratch that. I caught myself. All right, and the last character on my list, I wanted to go with someone who falls closer to the dark side, so I went with Boba Fett. Oh. Boba Fett. Yeah. The Fett man. Nice. And I feel like... Fester. Yeah. He's really popular. Uncle Fester. I don't understand it. I don't like Boba Fett. I put him on my list just because he's so popular. I don't like Boba Fett because what did he ever do in the movies? He's got such a small role in the movies. I agree. I don't understand why he's so popular. He just grew into this legend, yeah. Yeah, and he became much more... Badass than he ever was in the movies. Yeah, and especially he, from a guy that was just, oh, we don't want to make this to stormtrooper armor. Let's throw it on this guy. Yeah, especially since he went down like a bitch. I'm sorry. Ooh, he, he went there. <laughs> someone, someone linked the robot chicken skit with him in the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, that, is, got, that, that should be linked. Send us emails, angry Star Wars fans. Yeah. Probably questionable at gmail.com. <laughs> so many people are going to be mad at me saying that if, if anyone who cares is listening. But I mean, come on, for real, like. I know in the later editions he climbs out of the Sarlacc pit, right? In the in the extended universe, but like for real, sorry, mm-hmm. he went he went down like a bitch. Yeah, but by he, one guy. He's on my list just because people love him so much. Mm-hmm. That's fair. He's iconic. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go to that was very good, by the way, Kyle. Thank you. I I thoroughly enjoyed that, Matt. Bravo. 
We're going to go with superheroes, superheroes exclusively from the Marvel Universe. All right. Well, first of all, I'd like to say this will be the last time I can say this. This is episode six, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi. Okay. <laughs> last time I could do that, people, so soak it up. Um, let's see. A Mount Rushmore for Marvel characters would include very powerful and influential mutants and superpowered people. First on the list, I would put Magneto. Because Magneto is a quintessential mutant. He has been good. He has been bad. He has been... He has been a prophet. He has been the arch nemesis. He, he's been everything. He's been the savior. He's been almost dead. He's been rejuvenated. Magneto is, is Marvel. He just is. I mean, come on. He was made by the Nazis. He, he was, he was made, made by the Nazis? Nazis? He wasn't made by the Nazis, but he was made into a weapon by the Nazis. He became a powerhouse because of the Nazis, at least in the movie universe. But really, that's kind of pro-Nazi. That's awkward. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Um, the next one I would say is Spider-Man. Spider-Man is probably Marvel's first smart-alecky, uh, intelligent, you know, wackadoo, web-slinger, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Nerd. So, <laughs> that's why he's there. Because from him, then you get you know, Deadpool, and you get all these other guys who are kind of mouthy and, and, and Iron- smart-alecky. Iron Man. Well, Iron Man, Iron Man's not really... Out smart alecky he is in the movies, not in the comics. Uh, I, don't but, read, I don't really read the comics. I'm just, so. I'm just saying. I mean, he's still a millionaire genius playboy. So. Yeah. Life's pretty good. Yeah, life's pretty good for Iron Man. Um, next, I would put Hulk. Ooh, because Hulk, Hulk is just so singularly unique in the fact that... Unstable. He is, exactly, he's a time bomb, as quoted in the new Avengers trailer, which looks awesome! That might count as a drink. As a drink. <laughs> <laughs> it does look awesome. I almost want to see it opening night. Almost. Um, anyway, Hulk is a time bomb that is both good and evil at, in a whim. He's like a cat. You know, you can't predict him. You know, he goes, he leaves Earth, he falls in love, becomes happy, blows up that planet, comes back. I don't think the Hulk has ever been referred to as a cat. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's excellent. From His cat-like cat. reflexes. He does have cat-like reflexes oh, if I'm they sure were 600 times faster than a cat's <laughs> reflexes. So yeah, the Hulk, because he's just so, basically so original. I mean, there's there's no other superhero like him that that, that I can name besides other Hulks. Let's get that out of the water right now. Besides other Hulks, there's no no one else like Hulk. Abomination, kind of. That would be another Hulk, Joe. Is it? I don't I don't know anything about comics. All right, moving on. Um, and the fourth one. Uh, what are you torn between? I'm torn between saying Wolverine and or saying someone else, Just anyone else. I think I have to go with Wolverine. I think you have to go just because of how well known he is. is. So steep in. Marvel culture that is out of control. You had this guy who started out as a loser that got pulled into the X-Men by following a, a teenager there. Then we find out that he is old as dirt and he was born in like 1862 and he's been alive all this time and his mind's been regenerating that's why he doesn't remember bullshit and his name's been changing like a bunch of times yet. Before uh, eight, you said like 1862 yeah. what, what's the time that like he realizes this or that people realize this just to give like a listener like an idea like we're saying you know like he's when, this old. When, yeah. Like when does he realize he's yeah. that old? Um, I, you know I don't even know. Yeah well, it's like what's the time period but like like in terms of age how old is he ish? He's uh, I would say he's over 200 years old probably. Jesus Christ. Yeah like he's, he's really old like he's like colonial like the son of like a colonial. Okay, general. I didn't because I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, he's born eighteen hundred. I, I I'm, I'm guessing. Like I have a piece of paper somewhere that says it, but I uh, don't remember. And I could Wikipedia it right now. But no, I'm, I'm not a big it. fan of the Wolverine character. I like the Wolverine character as a comic book character because the Hugh Jackman Wolverine character, while he is adorable and great to behold, the Wolverine comic book character is an entirely different animal. <laughs> Short, snarky. Just a brawler, you know, no talent, just a beast. Yeah. Did you said that's the comic like, character? Yeah, that's, that's comic also character. the movie character. No, no, the movie character, is, he's way too... All he is is a brawler. That's all he is. We could have this conversation for like a half hour. Yes, we, we really yeah. could. But that is my Mount Rushmore for Marvel. If you disagree, you're more than welcome to pipe up. 
And Ray, you're not allowed to say Thor. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say someone who has ancient writings about him from another culture can be considered a quintessential Marvel character. Ray, you can say whoever you want. <laughs> and I can shoot you down whenever you want. Okay, we're going to go to... <laughs> Before you go to JoJo, I want to ask you, did, was my list what you thought it was going to be? Oh, like? no. For some reason, I thought you were going to have Mace Windu on there. No, you can't He's have Mace Windu. All right! Force using. Never mind. I don't and besides, don't I don't like talk. Samuel Jackson. I've always gone over that. He's the black Nicolas Cage. <laughs> wow. We did touch on that on unaired episode one. Wow. <laughs> All right, Joe, we're going to go the Mount Rushmore of Will Smith characters. The asterisk here is you can't take Will from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> oh, that was going to be my, my second one. It's funny because when he originally told me this is what I was going to be doing, I didn't think of Fresh Prince. Though he said, you can't use Fresh Prince. I was like, oh, right, that would have been a really good character to use. Okay, what do you got? Well, first of all, I thought about putting a Will Smith character from a really bad movie on here just so I'd have one, but I went, you know, opted not to go with Hancock. Hancock was such a good movie. Yeah, sure. (laughs) All right, my first one, obviously the most iconic Will Smith character outside of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Agent J, Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say. Yeah. Well, you have to agree with yeah, that, that one. Yeah, that's pretty... Uh, with the cricket. The noisy cricket? Noisy yeah. cricket. Noisy cricket. Yeah. Uh, he, that was like one of his first big movies. Yeah. Such a smart act. All right, after that, I got Bagger Vance from The Legend of Bagger Vance. Wow. Anybody, okay. else, anybody else see that movie who no. isn't me? No. Nope. <laughs> no. You stand alone, Joe. It's a movie where... Uh, Matt Damon is a golfer who, like, lost his swing. Oh, God, yes, I did yeah. see that movie. And Will Smith is, like, his caddy and helps him out, and he's full of wisdom, and apparently he's, like, a ghost or something because he just vanishes. I don't know, spoiler, sorry. The movie came out, like, 12 years ago. Well, sorry if you haven't seen it. Joe, so you're, you're forgiven. It's a good movie, though, <laughs> considering. Next one I went with, uh, Ben from Seven Pounds. If you saw Seven Pounds. Wow. You're going with so many characters that I didn't expect so much. No. <laughs> All right. no, my list would have been totally different. This is what I like. If you were including like Bad Boys or Wild Wild West, I didn't see those movies, so I, I can't no, I include the character. Yeah, I, I thought about actually, Wild Wild actually, I would have done Bad Boys. I'll I go into that after. Yeah. You, um, so, Joe. Yeah, so, Joe. Joe. I'm Joe. Hi. Nice to meet you. All right, uh, so the third one was Seven Pounds? Yeah, Ben from Seven Pounds, just full of, you know, goodness. That movie's intriguing. That that movie was heavy. That movie was really heavy. (laughs) I don't know if it was heavy. It was... That's a good role, though. I don't think he was... He wasn't super... uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into that. He wasn't super good, (laughs) I feel like. I just want to touch on one thing that was wrong with his character in Seven Pounds. Uh, He has a romance with a woman with heart problems, and they have, like... Best way to put this is they have some sex, but she's got a heart problem. I don't know how we thought that was the best idea. Well, I mean, because she like she walks around like she can't stir up the heart rate. Otherwise, like yeah, but I mean, you can have you know, don't have to have super. Yeah, you know, I would I would hope it wasn't. Otherwise, he would have killed her. But yeah, I yeah. feel like that wasn't the best idea, Ben. Good job. Yeah, no, he had that he had that love sex. Yeah, he was he was making he was making, he was making love making to him. He's like looking into her eyes. <laughs> Whispering sweet nothings in their ear. You never uh, do that with a hooker. I, I, I feel like the podcast has got real real. How does it feel to have sex with Will Smith? You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, whatever your name. Oh, Rosario Dawson? Was that her? Uh, who's the same woman who was in Deja Vu? That's all I know. Rosario Dawson has crooked nostrils. She's still good looking. It was Rosario yeah, Dawson. Right. Yeah, oh, right. she's beautiful, but she has crooked nostrils, and you can't unsee that once you've seen <laughs> it. Unseen. Now that Dan said that to me, it's going to ruin every movie she's in. Yep. <laughs> it was the last one. And the You're last one... welcome. <laughs> she might not have been the same person that was in Deja Vu. I'll look it up in a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put up her IMDb on the website. Sure. Great. And rounded out my Will Smith character, Mount Rushmore, is Robert Neville from I Am Legend. Okay. okay. He was pretty I, I badass. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to say that He was an awesome one, scientist. That one should be on the yeah, Surviving at the end of the world. I didn't particularly care for the movie, but I feel like it was his biggest blockbuster mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, it was, it was an alright movie, but he was he was a good character. Yeah, it was just... A, Honorable mentions also included uh, his character from iRobot, even though that movie's not so great, and Hitch. <laughs> just because, <laughs> why not, when you get an opportunity to throw Hitch somewhere? Yeah. I thought of Honorable Mention, too. Professor X. Respect. Oh, for... Oh, I thought you meant Will Smith's like, characters. I was like, no. when did he no, play... No, I thought about it after the fact, I'm like, oh, 
Professor X. Yeah. I'm like, eh, Magneto well, and Professor X are kind of the same. I yeah. really wanted to throw Wedge Antilles onto my list. <laughs> but I just couldn't, I couldn't justify it. Yeah, you can't justify it. People would be like, who's Wedge Antilles? No, you gotta uh, throw the B-Wing pilot. The, the fat one? Oh, I, I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> what? No, I don't think he has a name. I it doesn't they, matter. I think they oh, say they his have, first name. They all have names. Yeah, yeah, well, just saying, no, but I think they say his first name in the movie. You saying the fat, the fat Y-Wing pilot would have been... Yeah, I was really upset just the fact that there was uh, no Mike Lowry from Bad Boys because that you yeah. and Joe you said I you never saw you Bad Boys. Any of the three movies or there's two. Only, there's there's a third two. one coming out. <laughs> two, so. yeah. There's a third one coming out. I see it on the top of the page. Oh, okay, because that Thank is just that. an awesome. He, it's just, I mean, it's not good acting at all, but it's no. just such a fun freaking movie. <laughs> He played, his character's name is Mike Lowry, and so he always walks around like Mike it's Lowry, like a, and everybody wants to be like Mike. <laughs> it's like a Bruce Willis movie, you know? It, it really is. Who else do you think I was going to pick? Um, I don't know how many other characters there are that he plays. No, and then, oh, and then Will Smith from Independence Day. I didn't, oh, see, that. I didn't yeah. see that either. You did not see I didn't see Independence Day. Independence Day is one of the best movies ever. Stop recording. We're gonna go watch that. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in uh. Like, we'll be back actually in three hours for right. you, but for us, <laughs> you can watch it with us. We're yeah. not gonna watch it. Turn on right now. Pause the podcast. Turn on right now. Um, for and me. we're back. That movie was great. <laughs> it was okay. We're gonna go to me and the right, Mount. Dan. You want us to ask you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Dan's Mount Rushmore will be iconic New York sports figures. So this was this is very tough, and, and Joe was like, I don't think there's a lot, there's enough New York legends, and I'm like, there are too many New York legends. That is it very depends difficult. what you consider a legend. Yeah. So I decided I wanted to go with one football, one basketball, and two baseball. My football legend is Bill Parcells for the New York Giants. He coached them to a Super Bowl. It was. Oh, we're not doing players. I thought we were just doing. No, players. we did sports okay. figures. All right. yeah, gotcha. Yeah, sports and he's right. actually that he, helps. he's my only coach on the list. But so Bill Parcells, there's that. It's kind of like an iconic video of him being hoisted onto his players' uh, shoulders uh, after winning the Super Bowl. There's been, like, in a lot of Gatorade commercials and everything. And, I mean, he's, def- he's definitely more known – not more known, but he's well-known for being coaches on, like, plenty of other teams. Yeah. I mean, he's probably one of the most iconic sports coaches – football coaches yeah. ever. Yeah, so – I mean, outside of, you know – And he did win a title – yeah, it was everybody. <laughs> and he did win the title with the Giants, so I felt like I was vindicated for that spot. The other pe- the other two football players that I had for this spot were either LT uh, from the Giants or Joe Namath for the Jets. Joe Namath's a good pick. For basketball, um, <laughs> I picked Wolf Frazier. So he was probably the best player on the two Nick teams that won their lone championships. And on top of the fact that he was a beast of a basketball player like and like you only hear about it really like we only hear about it from lore because we're only you know we're 20 somethings so we didn't have any chance and to ESPN see them. classic yeah and yeah. ESPN classic so <laughs> you know we didn't get a chance to see them but just do yourself a favor go to his like basketball reference page and try to see if you can find his game logs because when he was in the finals he was he was an absolute beast on the floor so I went walk life Frazier plus on top of that he has one of the best fake Twitter accounts, which is called Not Wolf Frazier, where this you know this account just constantly does these rhyme schemes that Wolf Frazier is known for doing when he uh, does the color commentary for the Nick games, which is just a joy to listen to. When you listen to Mike Green and Wolf Frazier, you know it's like the team is percolating, they're tintillating, mm-hmm. you know the Knicks are swishing and dishing, and he wears these ridiculous suits, and so he's just he's awesome, and so I would want to go with him. Other players or, you know, players or coaches you could have gone with, Pat Riley, Patrick Ewing. So that's my basketball pick. Then my two baseball picks. So tough. This is incredibly difficult. You got to go with the babe because, yeah. I, like, because he's just, he's, mm-hmm. you know, arguably the greatest of all time. So yeah. arguably the greatest of all time, but not just that, but he surpassed baseball lore. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's, he's a legend, period. Like, it's beyond baseball. Plus, everyone knows who he is, yeah. aside from that kid in the sandlot. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Smalls. <laughs> God. Baby Ruth. Oh, man. So, um, Baby Ruth is a beast. There's nothing else to say about it. He's, yeah. he's just a legend. And then, I'm also going to go with... I'm going with the captain. The, the current captain, Derek Jeter. Really? Yeah. And this is tough. I mean, because there are literally... I mean, I could go with Mantle. I could go with Gary. I could go with, like, maybe Whitey Ford. I could probably go with... Coach, I could go with... um. 
Maggio. I go with DiMaggio. Joe. I can go Joe. The thing is, I, you, could do a you could do a Yankee Rushmore if you want. But you I mean, could. this one, the thing is, this is my Rushmore. And so, the captain, ah. he could he could do no wrong of my eyes. I can, I can, uh, I know, it hurts. Over here. <laughs> I know, I know, but you know what? Uh, he, he, just for me personally. You... <laughs> <laughs> Kyle is... He's, he's, he's done. Right now. He's, he's arriving in pain next to me. He's going to lose his Modeo. <laughs> so. He, not, you can't pick a Dodger? I could go. I could go Robinson. You can't go. Yeah. Mr. I, October? Come I can go. I can go Reggie Jackson. Absolutely. There are. They don't even <laughs> need to be. There doesn't even need to be a Mount Rushmore. There should be a. What is bigger than Mount Rushmore that has plenty of people on it? I don't yeah. know. There could be a great wall of Yankees. You know, like you, you could go that great far. Wall of, great wall of Yankees? Great wall of. New York baseball players. Yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's exactly that's not even counting Mets players. Mets players like you know, uh, Gary. The Carter. Mets had good players. Yeah, they had uh, at one point. I mean, they they had they had good players, but I was none, I was none, joking. None that I would put like <laughs> yeah, on that yeah, level. Yeah, Doc Gooden, Daryl Strawberry, Gary uh, Gary Carter. I would never put Daryl Strawberry. No, not Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, I mean, but Doc Gooden, Doc Gary Gooden. Carter. Um, yeah. so that's that's my personal Rushmore. And if you have any suggestions that you would like us to do, say if you wanted to get our, you know, Mount Rushmore for music, you know, in a, in a particular genre or whatever. Cause, I'm sure I mean, we'll do more would, of these. I would love to do a music one personally, but... I, I would too. Yeah. I don't have that suggested. And I think we should... I think we're due for, like, a music episode, even though I think... Uh, our, especially our music palettes are quite diverse, I think, around this table, so... Yeah, yeah definitely. So that would actually be a fun chat. But email us or, you know, post on the group page. And we will be all about it. We're going to do a quick shooting people segment before we get into the news. This is a very quick one. I'm pretty sure none of us have seen either one of these characters in the movie. Oh, you have a gun with one bullet. Uh-oh. And these two guys are standing in front of you. These two characters are standing in front of you. Jack Sadelstein or Lenny Fetter. Now you're probably thinking, who the hell are those guys? Oh, this is from A Bison Man. No, oh. no, no, Lenny. Yeah. I heard Lenny, and I was like, maybe. The, those are the two last characters that Adam Sandler has played. One, Jack, oh, Jack, and, Jill. Jack and Jill, and Lenny Fetter is from Grown Ups. And oh, this is God. just where I want to kind of first. Up, I want to bring up the fact that Adam Sandler has done shit the last. Like he's not even trying anymore. And I actually looked up Jack and Jill. I think it's, I think it made like 160 million dollars. Uh, he cannot do anything wrong anymore. He can literally just turn out crap after crap. Rotten Tomatoes gave it, I think, a three. What was the one where he uh, he faked a family to get the woman? That was uh, just go with it. Just, just go, go with, with it. it. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, he has made. Um, you we're can't get, shoot Adam Sandler. We are going to get so side railed right now. Yeah, I just want to say, what was the movie where uh, he had made a bunch of movies? Like he, oh. he was a comedian in the movie. Yes, um, and that was, he, that was he actually was funny people. Funny people. Funny people. Funny that was people. actually a decent that movie. Okay. That, that was okay. I, I, okay. Well, I, I heard that was terrible, but. I saw a part of it where, like, he was walking through his house and he had posters from all his movies, and some of the movies were so absurdly ridiculous. And I'm, and then, like, I'm thinking back on the movies he's been making in the past few years, and I'm like, that's all coming true. <laughs> it is. He's becoming Nicolas Cage, but less funny. Yeah, less funny because <laughs> he's trying to be funny. I don't think. I think he's just like, you know, what do you you want me? To, what kind of movie you want me to make? Okay, how much money are you gonna give me? Okay. Yeah, I don't think he looks at the scripts anymore. He's no. just like, yeah, can I can I have my friends in the cast? Like, you know, yeah. he's just like he's oh, just yeah, casting yeah. all his friends with these movies and making bank. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, for him personally, good for him. Like, you know. yeah, no, I'm not gonna. Hey, I'm not gonna watch his movies. But if he's gonna make money doing it, I guess you know, more power to him. Yeah, power, yeah. power to the people. You know. So I guess if you had to choose, would you choose? I'm gonna choose the one from Jack and Joe. What was the other one again? Uh, Lenny Fetter. He's from the movie Grown Ups, which is the one I think where like him and a bunch of his friends. Right. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I really like uh, Kevin James. Mm. So on that basis alone, I'm gonna give that movie more credit than Jack and Jill. Yeah. He may have been in Jack and Jill. No one saw it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he could well have been in Jack and Jill, but he wasn't in the credits for Jack and or the. <laughs> Coming attractions. This is true. So I'm gonna choose the one from Jack and Joe. I'm gonna say these bullets actually erase the movie. Oh, that's that helps so much more. (laughs) Oh my god! My decision was already the easiest decision ever, but now it's cake. Bullets erase the movie then. Yeah, what do you got, man? Uh, I got the guy from Jack and Joe. Then, if the bullets are erasing (laughs) movies, that movie looks like it's gonna be ass. Is this probably uh, well, Joe? Jack and Joe. Jack and Joe, obviously, and please don't play devil's advocate. No, <laughs> I can't. I, I don't know how to play devil's advocate. Is that probably the worst Adam Sandler movie made? 
Probably. It had Al Pacino in it. They got Al Pacino to be like, <laughs> come in this terrible movie. Yeah, I just looked it up on IMDb because I didn't wow. see it because I couldn't do that to myself. Yeah. Because he mean, plays his own sister. I suppose. He does an Eddie Murphy, but not funny. Yeah, I suppose there's an off chance Mac, that it could beer. be the greatest <laughs> movie ever. Considering none of us sitting here have ever seen it. So yeah. we're talking about Jack and Joey need another beer. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is depressing. This is making me depressed. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> there's an off chance because none of us have seen it. It could be the greatest movie ever. But Doubt I would say it's unlikely. And it's probably the worst movie ever. That's rough. I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure if there is. I don't know worst movie ever, but... No, it probably is. You want that to be the worst movie ever? Titanic 2. We won't know because we haven't seen it yet. I we'll, can't wait to watch it. We'll find out. Okay. We're going to go on to news stories. And I am going to pick Matthew. Uh-oh. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. I have two very quick, tiny news stories. Go for it. First one is... Assassin's Creed 3. Has everyone heard about this game? Uh-huh. Assassin's Creed 3 has been said that it's going to be coming out on Xbox 360, PS3, PC, and the Wii U. Yes, Kyle. I thought there were already three Assassin's Creed. No, there one's called know. Brotherhood. This one's actually going to be three. Oh, wait, so it's Assassin's Creed... One. One, two, two Brotherhood, Brotherhood, and then three. Okay. I okay, think. So they're doing, like, a Call of Duty thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so Assassin's Creed 3 is going to be out on... Xbox 360, PS3, PC, and the Wii U, which is the new Nintendo system. So that's kind of... Is that even out yet? No, but... Fantastic. ...is going to be out for that. So that's cool. Not only is that cool, but you're also going to be playing during the American Revolution, and that is awesome. That's pretty cool. You are a half-blood Native American English guy... Named Altair. Named... (laughs) Named... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Rata Noka Takonan. You go by Connor, which is kind of a lame Irish name. But, anyway, it looks awesome. If you look at the video, it's sick. Killing people with hatchets, running through the trees, wearing the sick, you know, Assassin's Creed typical clothing. You got flintlocks going off. It looks cool. I'm going to play the game. I haven't played any Assassin's Creed games, but I'm going to play Wait a second. One. He's going to be wearing the Assassin's Creed robe? Yeah, because they're keeping with the theme of the story that the Assassins still versus the Templars, even in America, in the New World. So the Templars are going to probably play into the Redcoats, and then probably he's going to find some within the... Because I imagine he's not just going to fight for America, he's going to end up fighting both sides. Gotcha. So he's probably going to start out with Britain, then move to America, then he's going to kill them both, and then he's going to move to France. All right. Too unfortunate for him. Yeah, unfortunate for him. Like and the third story... Was um that was that was the first story. The second story, <laughs> man, that beer is strong. The second story <laughs> was suggested by I hope a listener of ours named John. Johnny. He put a story about a giant about giant pine cones falling from trees in Australia that are apparently lethal. There's a 120 year old bunya pine shedding mammoth pine cones, spelling hazardous times for the citizens of Warragul. What is that? Yes, that's a, that's a yes. city, that's a town in in Australia. Crazy. Apparently, the they are falling from ninety feet up, and they weigh about ten kilograms each. Wow! And they look like giant. Let me see a picture. Deadly. Of that. Woo! Pine pine. Wow! Apples. That, that really could kill a person. That's right. going on the site. Yeah, quick. Well, it's a news story. It's gonna yeah. be there anyway. Yeah. This oh. is not video, so I would I would recommend clicking on that yeah. and looking that back. That is intense. Yeah. So I would like to read to you what the mayor said. He said. Borboshire Mayor Diane Blackwood said these pine cones are have the capacity to be lethal if they will fall on someone passing <laughs> a leaf as a large hat. Wait, okay. alright, wait. This is from Australia and you did a southern accent? That was an interesting did, dialect. That's fucking terrible. Warrigal? <laughs> Warrigal? Oh my god. Yeah, I, was, I forgot where he was from so I wasn't going to say anything. In my upstairs, I had a great Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna channel my inner Joe Australia accent. <laughs> I'm upset that I did that. Oh, Good day, I'm mate. Upset. I'm upset for you. Oh, oh man. man. Uh, but at least I had the balls to try it. None of them will. So moving on. I just tried it. All right, we're gonna go with in your head. We're yeah, gonna go with. Head, uh, exactly. We're gonna go with Joe. All right. My new story is uh, about a man from Sri Lanka who died. While trying to set a, a record for the longest time spent buried alive. Irony? 
that's good. I'm gonna guess he suffocated. He's before this he buried himself alive for two and a half hours and six hours, two separate times. And what's the record? There is no record as far like as far as this article is concerned. It's unknown if the it's unclear whether there's an official world record for the longest time buried alive. So what was this guy? He might have said it was six hours. Yeah. You don't know. Whatever. But he was 24 years old. Clearly, he was not the brightest. He was an entertainer, I think. That was... He was, yeah. he was really reaching out for his fans. He's like, they want to see me almost die. Rock and roll! I'm the Sri Lankan Houdini. And, not quite. And now I'm dead. Yeah. Is that it? Is that, you don't have more than one story? No, I, I, I do one a week. I respect you. Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, I also do one a week, but my one will be, uh, the article is on seven interesting uses for your microwave that you may not have thought of before. And I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah. Forks? No. Oh. Some of these on the list, not that, like, out of the box. So, sorry for some of you people, you probably use it for some of these things already. Okay, so the first one, these aren't in order on the on the list, but I just wrote them down this way. First one is to cook bacon, which if you don't do, it is actually something that it's useful for. It does actually make it rather crispy. Oh, it does? So I, would, I would think it would make it kind of chewy and rubbery. No, it actually makes it oh, rather crispy. I'm going to have to try that. I have tried that. I have some bacon I, in my house. The only way I, that's the way I learned to cook bacon. Yeah, I mean, it, it cooks it much faster. For those of you who are curious, like me, do you have any idea what you cook it on and for how long? Yeah, you yep. put it on a paper plate. Put a paper towel underneath you put it. Put a lot of paper towels I, underneath it. I would put I two paper towels underneath it. It's really not that big of a deal. Two paper plates and, a, and two paper towels, and then throw another paper towel on top. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't All have right. to be a bunch. Just I can do that. Top. And then it actually makes it rather crispy. You know, thirty seconds, forty-five seconds. So that's pretty good. Depending on the on high. Bacon. I fill up a yeah, plate and I'm putting in for two two-minute intervals. Yeah, you put. Uh, well, you yeah. put a lot on the plate. Yeah, I mean, if you're only putting a few strips in, thirty seconds, forty-five seconds, pretty good. It's a pretty good idea. I'm gonna yeah, try if that. It's, you know, like a single-serving type deal. Now, should we tease a couple of these and maybe make the listeners go on the website, or should we just give it to them all? It's really your call. I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give a few. I'm not gonna give them all. How many were there? The seven. Oh, okay. So I'm only gonna give a few. Yeah. All right. Okay. Another one is one that I actually didn't think of, which I thought was pretty cool, is to sanitize your kitchen sponge. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. That's it, interesting. Yeah, just throw your kitchen sponge. Like I've heard, put it in your dishwasher to yep, get it clean before. That too. Well, my but, dad's been doing that. Throw it in if you throw it in your microwave, and this makes sense to me. It would kill a lot more germs than throwing. I guess it that's in true. Your... Ten seconds, right? Uh, no, it says two and a half minutes. That's a great deal. Long Holy crap! <laughs> I would definitely yeah. get home just without it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, t- I'll try out a sponge, I'm, whatever. I, uh, yeah, I'll try it. I mean, what's the worst that happens? It goes on fire, and I have to blow it out. You know? Yeah, it makes a bad smell. So or what? I guess it catches fire and your house burns down. I guess that's that the would, worst that's, case. Yeah, I guess that's worst case scenario. But well, I'll, I'll, and you die. Yeah. Yeah, and you yeah, die. That's worst case scenario. That's let's not talk worst about case. worst case scenario. <laughs> so san- sanitize your sponge, throw it in there, and I'll, and I'll throw one more out there because I really like this one. And if you don't go to the website, you won't see it. Is to soften brown sugar. For anyone who ever like cooks, makes cookies, and uses brown sugar, and you pull your brown sugar out, and it's like a freaking rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They yep. said that you can use it to soften your brown sugar. They said uh, you wrap it in like paper towels. And then you throw it in for like 30 second intervals until it softens up, mm-hmm. and you don't have to use like a chisel anymore, which I yep. thought was actually a really cool idea. You use a chisel? Yeah. That's like my that's <laughs> this is like probably like one of my favorite stories that we've done so far because that's like actually really it's, cool. It's actually really interesting. Yeah, and I've actually learned something. What's funny yeah. is two of them I knew about. I'm taking something away from this. Yeah. That was yeah. one. That was one other that actually I want to say this one. Do oh, it. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm gonna. It's okay. I'll still have three to read. Yeah. So one is to use it as a proofer. Which is for people who don't know, it's a it's a baking tool that you use to make bread. Yeah, it's used to make bread. You put the yeast, the the rising bread, in a in a warm, moist environment, and it helps it to rise. So, what they're suggesting is, if you take a cup of water, you put it in the microwave, and you heat it up real hot for like a minute, and then you move it to the side in the microwave, put the bread in there. And then close the microwave because it has a seal. And the microwave is sealed, obviously, so it keeps the heat in and the moisture in. So it's a dub. yeah. Wow, I'd give it a try. Interesting. Not bad. Okay, for me, um, my stories—they're very short. It's just two of them. <laughs> 
an officer in Tyrone, which they actually don't give me the state, but it's a city or town. He pulled over. Okay, so we have a man in Tyrone, in Tyrone was driving up and the police had flagged him down because his headlights were out. And he tried to give the officer a high five. And he was tossed in jail for driving drunk. (laughs) 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 The legal limit is .08. He was at .219. That guy had a good night. He was was almost triple the limit. Holy crap. So, um, yeah, he was flagged down. And he said, thanks, buddy, and tried to give a high five. And he's and the officer said that's not how it works, <laughs> and he failed several field sobriety tests because he was at point two one nine. Do you think he would have like connected on the high five or just whiffed? He probably would have whiffed. <laughs> and uh, so his preliminary uh, meeting, uh, excuse me, hearing is slated for March twenty seventh. His preliminary meeting with the judge. Yeah, his meeting with the judge where he'll give he'll try to give a judge a, the judge a high, high five. five. Nice ruling, high five. <laughs> Sick ruling, bro. Nice robes. <laughs> where'd you get those where'd you get those robes from? Oh. And the other story that I had was a person, a roommate well roommate A complained about how roommate B was having way too much sex. I actually saw that online. <laughs> and so uh, she's suing her. She's suing her. I, I don't know. Wait, I'm not, I can't remember. I, in my, I will post a story on the site, but I can't remember if she was suing the school because yeah, she, Catholic yeah, school. she asked the university like multiple times, can I have my dorm, can I have my room changed? And like the first alternative was like a very small room, like cubicle size wow. room. And the second room it's was in like a party, like a part, like a notoriously like party dorm. So where there was probably like, you know, ample amounts of sex occurring there. So her roommate was having sex, like, you know, just a couple feet away from her, and she also would have video chats, sexual video chats with her uh, with her boyfriend. So, I mean, somebody's obviously sipping a little bit of haterade. (laughs) I like this girl. (laughs) Because, come on. So that'll be it for the news section. We're going to do a little wrap-up right now. Email us, please. Mm Mm-hmm. Probably gmail.com. We will read them. We will read every single one of them. All. We really will. We look forward to it. Yeah, we do look forward to them. Follow us on Twitter, at PQ Podcast. Search for us on Facebook to get in touch with the group of listeners that we have. Probably Questionable Podcast. Type that in the search box. And let's go around the table, talk about what we learned or, you know, how we felt about everything. Kyle? I learned, uh, I learned some new uses for my microwave. There you go. I already knew them, though, because I kind of read the story. Yeah. <laughs> I also got some new perspective on some uh, New York, you know, uh, sports legends, which I'm happy about. I didn't think the I didn't think too much into the uh, basketball and football, and uh, I thank you for that. You're welcome, Matthew. I learned that if people don't email us, they don't learn anything new about us. Wow. I disagree with that's, that, that's but heavy. I think they should still email us. <laughs> I'm just saying we didn't have any questions. We didn't delve into you know yeah, who true. we are. I mean, yes, we we did talk about who we are a little bit, but. You know, we didn't get to the nitty gritty because yeah, but I, guess, I feel like yeah. our questions weren't that great. Exactly, you... I want great questions. Okay, and I'm that... not asking. I'm not asking. I'm not begging. I'm just saying it'd be nice. Yeah, and the questions don't even have to be about us. They could just be about topics that we could talk about. Joe, yeah. uh, my thoughts. I learned that a for some reason I'm an idiot and thought Mace Windu didn't use the force for a brief moment. <laughs> yes. And b that I'm gonna microwave some bacon when I get home. Um, what I learned, it was actually what I thought about when I uh, talked about doing the Mount Rushmore and I said Will Smith, Will Smith's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air character can't be on the list because Will Smith's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air character, which his name is Will, would be like the Statue of Liberty of this country. (laughs) He would Uh, be there probably with his arms crossed, the hat crooked and probably like pointing up. And the inside out school jacket. Yep. School jacket. And I want to thank everyone for listening. Please tell your friends. Uh, I had a good time. I had a great time. Yeah. yeah I had a good time. Next week's going to be a great time, too, because Matthew's hosting. I am hosting episode seven, Rock and Roll, prime number. It is a, it is a prime number. <laughs> I got that one right? Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, for everybody here, I'm thank Dan Alvarado. Tune in next week where Kyle will give us, will lay out plans to how to reduce gas prices in America. Wow. wow, that's going to be useful information for that's a lot of people. That's going to be a lot of economics. Listen up, Obama. Really tune in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody.
The music featured on the Probably Questionable podcast is a track called Bouncing, which is available on freeplaymusic.com.